Hello, beautiful people and fellow whiners, and welcome to another episode. Oh, that's bouncing. Sorry. Welcome to another episode of A Little Something, the number two, because there's two of us. Wine about with your hostesses, with the hostesses, Miss Siobhan Camille and Tae Michelle. We're sips get real and we wine while we wine. It is second Wednesday, so y'all know it's whining with the guys. We brought the guys to the table, to the couch with us, if you will. Um, we have Mr. Trey Proper and Mr. Cortland Pope with us. They are not new, but we're going to still have them introduce themselves in a second. That's right. Not new, but true friends of the podcasting. So grab a glass of your favorite red, white, rosé, pinot de agua, whatever tickles your fancy, and join us on the couch. Hey y'all. I hope y'all having a productive week. Mine's is, is something, but uh this too shall pass. Um, so it is what it is. So before we get into y'all know the segment of the show where we introduce our wines, our little popping greatest experience. We're going to let our uh, our uh co-hostesses host hostesses. Yes. <laughs> uh huh. We're gonna let our guests introduce themselves. Anybody can go first. <laughs> All right. Uh, hi, everybody. It's your boy Trey Proper from uh, Blurs and Whiskey, Snack and Flick, and King of Zoid Three Show Phenom. I think this is my third time being on you guys' show, but um, yeah, here, melodious voice, giving melodious melodious three? sounds. Say again. Is it just three? Yeah, it was it's the just first. Three. The first one out. Some other point and today. Yeah, just three episodes. But uh today I am drinking a 19 Crimes Cali Red. That's what I'm oh. sipping on today. Oh. I like that it has new <laughs> Hey, it's it's actually my girl's favorite wine. So okay. I, I like oh, it with steak. Okay. I like it with red, red, red meat. That's you know, that's what I'm gonna do. That's what I would pair with, but I made chicken tonight. So I'm kind of doing the taboo, but it is what it is. What's up? All right. What's going on? This Corlin, Corlin Pope, uh, Instagram, you know, hit me up, see the mouse, artist, extraordinaire, logo designer, uh, do anything that comes to art, graphic design, all that good stuff. Um, it's my third time as well on the show. You know, got to support my family. Love you guys to death. Um, but I'm, I'm also looking forward to the discussion, everything we do. I am actually going to stick with um, Stella Artois. <laughs> <laughs> This is my wine. It's the champagne of beer. If y'all didn't know that. Champagne of beer. If y'all didn't know. Miller High Life? Like, <laughs> oh, he also designed our logo, y'all. Yes, y'all. If you're ever wondering who the wonderful artist is behind our the head logo that we love and adore so much, yes. it is this young gentleman right here. FYI, we all outside of went to school together, which is a whole nother thing. Like, Oh, I was just thinking about that as we were sitting here. I was like, I a technique oh, was She's like the like the anonymous person that just showed up every once in a while. <laughs> I was I was in Tay's birthday, was in birthday. Pa's birthday. She just pop up like that random guest star that comes in every episode and friends. <laughs> Not friends, though. Not friends. You was Phoebe's twin. You were Phoebe's twin. Yeah, damn. Yeah. <laughs> 
I mean, we can go living single too. You know what I mean? You had to yeah, guess the pin. Well, I would do living single if you're going to give me something. We, we do originals. We're going to stick to the originals. Yeah, um, so, if y'all haven't noticed by now, Siobhan and I, for our proper grace experience, unintended, that's one. Uh, there's a story behind it, but we're not going to get in that today. So we both have longevity. We have the Cabernet Sauvignon. It's a 2018 um, California wine. Um, yeah. Black History Month. This brand is made by a Black person. Folk culture. So. They hit the Black yeah. Panther. Siobhan, you can read the back. Yeah. <laughs> There's really nothing on the back. That's like it's more about the brand than the wine. So, you know. A true Michelle wine in essence. I do appreciate that this cork is twist off. I'm, I'm gonna say that now. I wanna get right there, got me right there. It's like twist off. <laughs> I wanna get one Jimmy and thank you for that. Cause I was like, God, it's a cork. I gotta get oh I know. It literally says twist to remove. And I yes. certainly thank y'all for that. And I appreciate it too because they like calling me she hulk so <laughs> that's not funny you're not supposed to let that hard she breaks cork yes. cork in, in Ciroc bottles so she likes her cork in Ciroc <laughs> y'all were I, that's an after that's an after I had yeah, yeah, I was yeah, with I twice mm. y'all twice not once but twice <laughs> Don't anyway so, so welcome mm. gentlemen we gonna jump on in so this, oh, I didn't say, I usually say at the beginning what the episode's about. Sorry, y'all. So today we're talking with men about regrets. What men regrets? The shoulda, woulda, couldas of their lives, man. We brought, yeah, we don't really, I guess we didn't tell y'all this ahead of time. So, you know, fellas, that's what this is about. We want to hear. Regrets. I think the thing, but here's the thing about it. I think this can't, here's how this came about. Mm-hmm. Um, We I always hear about women talking about what they regret or what they should have done or this done all this stuff differently and maybe it's just because we women and so we hear people we hear us but for the ladies out there like you never really hear from men talk about you know what i would have done this differently i should have done this differently something reflexive i'm not saying that men don't have these conversations i'm saying that we are right. not we don't oh, i was waiting i was waiting till you was done i was gonna i was gonna go in but i was waiting I'm saying we no. are not privy we're not oh. privy to it yet so, so we decided to talk about it. Um, I think we see it on TV, like with like the sitcoms and stuff, you know, the guy that regrets losing the girl, you know, afterwards, you know, and he got to try to do everything to get her back. But we want to talk about it just from a real standpoint, like just to have a conversation. Like, you know, like. Are there shoulda, woulda, coulda, what are the, like, what are the shoulda, woulda, coulda relationships? Cause you know we like to talk about relationships when we get the guys on okay. that you that come to mind. You don't got to drop no names. We're not asking for no shout outs. Man, that but no, no. <laughs> <laughs> but like what are the what are the the shit? If if somebody were to come up to you and be like, who's who do you regret losing and why? Like what relationship do you like? Damn, I wish I kind of had done things a little different. Even if you think it still would have ended, just maybe not the way it ended. What would what would that situation? What was that situation, and why do you feel that way? Okay, 
Uh, well, I introduced myself first, so it's now it's your turn, Bob. Go ahead. Oh, there's a bus. No, <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, I think it was a situation we all know very well when I was in PG. I was dating a young woman and I let too many influence on the outside come in. Mm-hmm. And that was one of the things I should have just kept private, you know, having a more intimate um connection with her and not letting everybody else know what's going on with us personally because once you let too many people into the pot you know you get too many stories you get too many people prying into what's going on they start in, um you know inferring on what's happening like oh did you know such and such is hanging out with such and such on friday night at six o'clock you're like why are you even telling me this well what are you my stool pigeon like you you my snitch on the low like you my five oh like who are you what's wrong but um, that, that I will honestly say that's one of my biggest regrets in that relationship is not having it be just strictly us and then letting us be us. And then when people ask, are y'all dating? Be like, mm, we'll see. You know, play it coy, play it under the river until, um, until it's really known. Then when it's known, known, and we're strong enough to handle that public appearance and that, that influence of others, that's when you know you let people know like yeah i posted on facebook like yeah this is my girl that's it <laughs> oh, i'm sorry back in those days it was my space my bad mm. um, um, okay <laughs> okay had a few few that not, not, not in the sense that i regret like oh if i had another chance uh, you know, give a fuck less. but uh yeah like now at the at in the moments when it happened i've had uh, past situations where I was really into somebody and much like Corlin said, I let too many people get their hands on the situation. But the one that sticks out to me, the biggest in my mind is, uh, and again, not because I want another chance, Lord, please. Ugh. But my son's mother and me had a very up and down relationship. And I think things really got bad when she did get pregnant. And after the pregnancy, I didn't understand or comprehend what postpartum depression was. And I was not exactly the most helpful person. I'll own up to my side of that relationship and its ultimate demise because I didn't communicate. I I was not very uh, understanding or empathetic to what she was going through. And that probably put her on the path that she eventually took. So that's something I do regret doing in the past. Okay. I mean, and, and sometimes that's, you know, how it happens sometimes I feel like regrets sometimes well they not sometimes they they cause growth mm-hmm. um they they cause for you to take a, a, a step back out of yourself you know and to move forward in another way so from those relationships outside of not letting outside influences you know um if you know not letting outside influence dictate the direction of your relationship and or even medical because that's a medical thing yeah um, you know have a have bad influence you know or bad turnout or effect on your relationship when you recognize that were there i'm asking were there any like emotional ties where you kind of like really felt down on yourself or was it like oh okay move on uh, yeah, but I, so I can't speak for all men, but I'm kind of speaking for all. I think I can't speak for all men when I say this. It's 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 in that moment. It's never long. It doesn't last. It lasts for a while in some cases, yes. But 
realistically, we have our, bro- oh, I lost my girl. I'm going to get her back. I want to have a chance. Ooh, who's that? Hey, how you doing? Uh- <laughs> and it's on to, it's on, literally on to the next. And that comes from a less mature mindset. At this point now, going through any type of breakup would probably hit more because I'm more mature. I'm on a path to finding, well, I, I believe I found her, but um, something real that's going to be long, have longevity and not just the usual, we're going through the paces. This is just a one night stand or this is just a, you know, meet and greet type thing, situation. Like, no, this is, we, we have a, we have an objective. We have a goal. We know we're in our thirties. We almost 40, as a matter of fact, hate to say it, grades show it, but what are we doing? So it would hurt a lot more if it went those in the bad way. Well, to piggyback off what Trey's saying is, um, it's it's exactly like you said, when you're in the moment, you know, the regret you're feeling is, okay, damn, what could I have done better? What is the self-assessment of what could I have done to improve this relationship? Or you're learning. You're just, like you said, progressing and learning and doing more for yourself. And then, as you said, you know, you know what? If I change this, maybe I can make this work. But then at the same time, you go to the shopping mall, like he said, you're like, hey, hey, hey. So, you know, back. <laughs> like you said, it's like, well, it didn't work with her. I might as well try this new thing, this new philosophy with someone new. You know, it's clean sleep. But, I mean, not to say but, but, I mean, to build on that, it's developing ourselves as we get older. You learn from your experiences. And it's always the experiences that teach us the best. So, you get into that, you learn from it. You, uh, as we use the term regret, it's more like I learned from it, uh, regret it, but yeah, we're moving forward. <laughs> that's so, I think that's another thing. Um, Siobhan, I don't mean to cut you in, but like you know, you hear people live life with no regrets, or I don't regret anything. Do you really believe that that's like a way, a true way of living life and growing? Because there are, I, so I hear some people, not just men and women say, oh yeah, I live my life with no regrets. I don't regret nothing, you know. And she starts texting. Exactly. (laughs) I'm not texting. I'm not texting. She was she, passing she, it over she, to you. She's looking. She's, she's like, and pass out of bounds. Uh, and you know what I'm doing? For those who don't know who I am, this is mm. Mm. the definition of regret. Okay. Come on, dictionary claim. That's what I came to do. Okay? Sister Webster. This is who I am. The <laughs> verb to feel said repentant or disappointed over something that has happened or been done, especially a loss or missed opportunity. That's the mm-hmm. verb. That's, that's, the, that's the action of to be feeling regret. The noun, a feeling of sadness, repentance, or disappointment over something that has happened or been done. So to the verb point, something that has happened or been done, especially a loss or missed opportunity. Mm-hmm. I think the word regret and the reason we go to the reason I go to the dictionary every time we have one of these deep, how do you feel? What does it mean? Is because I don't think we as a culture, society, general people, I want to make sure we're looking at the right word and the actual thing, especially since people keep trying to rewrite definitions of words these days. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. That we're all looking at the same definition and we're all coming and talking from the same thing, especially since certain words have like 15 definitions. And I had a whole conversation with my friend about, I think Courtland may have met him, I don't remember what y'all met him, with Cody about uh, being a trophy. 
or right. And we had a whole conversation. I said, well, what definition are you using? Because trophy and prize can have a bunch of different things. Mm-hmm. So um, to that, before that is why I like to bring up the definition. So we're talking to feel sad, repentant, or disappointment over something that has happened or been done, especially a loss or missed opportunity. So I don't even think like regret when people talk about it, it's so traumatized nowadays. That, oh my God, I regret. Like you got to be sitting around in like your pajamas crying, eating bonbons for you to like regret. Hey, was the Where do you like, even get bonbons these days? What? I don't know. My fat ass ain't never had one in my life. I'm just saying. I've never had a bonbon, but I feel like that's that's what they say again in these movies. And I think that's the other part of it. When yeah, regret itself, when regret itself on a simple is just acknowledging or feeling repentant about a missed opportunity. You don't have mm. to, you can regret a job you didn't get. It doesn't mean you didn't go get another job that you still have bills, right? Right. Like, no, so, you went into depression. Yeah. I think that's what happened. Well, like, see, no, I, I, I agree with y'all saying, but when you were talking about the relationship part of it, that's the thing that like really gets on it. Because yes, I, I have some regret about my finances. I wish I had saved more. I wish I had put some more in the savings account and prepared for a situation. Yeah, I wish I had gotten a better opportunity to play sports or do what I really wanted to pursue in my life or dedicated my time to, sure. But when you say when someone else is involved and that didn't work, it's like... But, no, but, you, no, but no. what you said, Cortland, is a regret, though. By, de- by definition. It is. By definition, by you are. I agree with you. By I definition, you. to be like, look, I shouldn't... I feel sad or repentant. I won't even say sad. I feel repentant. That right. I did not, that I let other people get into my ear, her ear, our ear from mm-hmm. my, you know, from your perspective, because you can't really speak yeah. to her. From my side, I feel bad that I let other people get in our ear. And that was a missed opportunity for that relationship to grow. Now, right. I had relationships after, of course, but there's still regret for that one, even if for nothing else than how it went, because you let other people come in. Yeah, I, I will agree with that. I will agree with that. And I will say that maybe as I'm getting older, the word regret turns into uh, lamentation. I would yes, perfect word. You know, it's just you learning, you processing, and then you get better from it. Because if I sit and dwell on it, then I'm gonna just be stuck in that bubble for a long time, and I may be afraid to get back out on that horse. I may be afraid to you know try new things or experience new people. You know, because I was like, oh, it didn't work with her. So if I let people in and it's not going to work and then now I'm going to shut people out and I'm going to become, become that that isolated person who stays in their house and become an introvert because people are all in my business. But I you think know? it's important to understand that you can't. Those are three different things. You can regret without dwelling. You can regret can you? without getting depressed. Yeah, that's two. Dwelling and regretting are two different things. They are two different things. They are two different things. However, most people don't understand that. Right. That is true. And most people don't understand the difference between the two. Yeah. So but part this of is the why, thing is this is why we go to the dictionary. This is why right. we go to. Yeah. It keeps it. It keeps it clear, y'all. It yeah. keeps Clear. Because a lot of people will, will go off of media. And like you said, movies, and of course, it's most of the time it's white movies, somebody sitting on with a, with a Snuggie on eating ice cream because they're crying or drinking themselves. Or depressed. Or, they're trying to jump off a bridge or, you know. Yeah, and that's like, become yeah. what regret is associated with. But that's yeah. not really regret. Yeah, that's, regret, that's, that's led, regret led to that, but mm-hmm. that is not regret. That is dwelling. That is depression. That is anxiety. That is a whole other stuff. Regret may have led you there, 
but what you're experiencing now eating what eating ice cream and your snuggie with the lights <laughs> off crying is not regret. Into into civil like, dude, if you don't get the fuck up, I got you know what I'm saying? What was that when we uh two can play that game? Yes. At the end, it was like, hey, no, don't go into the light. <laughs> don't go into the light, Caroline. <laughs> but to speak to regrets, um, are there any, re- do you think that regret can be something that you're grateful for? Yes. I, I don't think so. If we're going by that definition, I, I wouldn't be grateful for the, for the regret. I would be grateful for the growth. You know, I wouldn't be the regret is is a stage. If you if you have this, in my opinion, it's plateaus, it's different steps that you go through. And regret is where you you you're there, you're in that regretful and depressed, angry, all that stuff. You got to step out of that. And that stepping out is what I'm grateful for. Okay. But at the same time, like you said, with the plateau, without that feeling of regret, you can't plateau to the next level. You can't move on to the next feeling without that initial insertion of regret without that initial feeling you can't really say oh i learned from something no you're just going to carry on the same habits if you if you I don't mean, do, if you don't get that that concept i mean um, it's, it's like it's like working out like do you yeah. do you are you grateful some people and i'll say this i'm stopping myself before i can get started some people are grateful for the pain they go through in workouts but most people there, I say, are grateful for the results at the end of their workout. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're grateful for that high that they get. I'm one of those people. Like, I hated going through it. I didn't want to do it, but I did it. Now I'm here. I hate that portion, but I'm yep. here. I made it to this level. That's it. Right. I, I agree. But, I, mean, I, I, I only ask that because, mm-hmm. like you said, you grow, you grow and you learn from regret. And people do grow into gratefulness, but I also understand what Cortland is saying. Without that initial regret, like I, I regret some of my relationships and I don't say why I went there and I was dumb as hell, but I'm still grateful for them. And it's not, I'm not grateful for them because of my growth. I'm grateful for them simply because of that horrible feeling. Because now I know what that feels like, that pain feels like. And I know I don't want to go back there. Or if I feel myself going back towards there, I know, okay, it's time for me. It's like a, a, a red flag, a warning signal that right. I develop versus O. And that can still be seen as a sign of growth, but it's not the growing, you know, the, oh, I came out of it. That's not what I'm looking at. I'm literally looking at that bad experience. And, mm-hmm. I, and I'm grateful for the bad experience, not the growth. The bad experience. Because I'll be honest, sometimes what the growing is the painful part, which is why people stay in the stage of regret. Because mm-hmm. we just talked about this uh, a couple of weeks ago, trusting, uh, trusting after trauma. Some For some people, it's easy to stay in that traumatic state than it is to grow from that to trust again. Mm-hmm. When because of that level of complacency, Hello, okay, now I'm comfortable in this miserable place, misery loves company. So that's why I was asking that, like, I wonder, and it's very interesting to see two people see it differently. And yeah. I think that's a good thing, honestly, which is why we asked you to be on the show. 
<laughs> it's a good thing because again, we are on it for people. We all translate, interpret, and learn differently. So mm-hmm. um, I think that's kind of cool. Shabon, what, what else you got for us? I just want to say, I, to, to the points of everything that's been said, I guess, so then my question to you all is, do you believe in, I know how I feel, but before I say I feel, yes, y'all. do y'all believe in the statement then life with, I, I, the people to, to what she said earlier, I have no regrets, life without regrets, living regrets. <laughs> do you think that is possible? And on the other side of that, do you think a life without regret what do you think the implications are for, for people who do that? Men and women, I've heard say, I don't regret nothing. I don't have any regrets. What do you think? Do you think that's true or possible? And do you, what do you think the implications of that are? I think that it's possible for you to live that way. I just don't think it's healthy, <laughs> you know, because then you're not, you're never growing. You're stuck at that step. So you, you haven't accepted or imbibed or worked on whatever trauma whatever pain, whatever hurt you had, and you're just ignoring it. You're just brushing up. Okay. That, 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 that doesn't bother me. I, it ain't, it ain't, I ain't worried about that. 15 years, you can have a damn ulcer or you're going to be sitting in somebody's closet with a bottle of Jack Daniels crying your eyes out. I can say that from experience. Cause I used to be that guy. I don't want to, I don't want to work on it. I don't want to work on it. Now I had to sit down in that closet and be and have somebody smack me in my face. I'm like, do you know who the fuck you are? Wake the fuck up, get out of this funk and start doing something differently. So, yes, it's possible, in my opinion, um, but the consequences are as such. I'm just going to piggyback off what he said. Because <laughs> what is that? High five you. He hit, the, he hit the nail right on the I, head. I don't know where he at, but I'm just going to have to. Yeah, it's like. As a part that goes with that, um, when he's saying that it's not being healthy, um, it's either you shut it off or you become numb to the fact and everything comes to light eventually. Um, you saying, I don't regret nothing. I don't regret nothing. I don't regret nothing. All it takes is that one heartbreak. And then like Trey said, you, you, you in the right <laughs> the covers, you got your jack, you got your jack, you got your wine. Nobody can find you. You turn your phone off like ever, ever, ever. I'm in people like, where the hell, where you at? You know? So it's trying to, trying to, learn to accept that regret and not even just grow from it, but understand more who you are. Is it my fault or was it that person's fault? Like not really placing blame, but then you say, what can I do to be better? But it is possible to answer your question. Mm-hmm. So, so I appreciate that because, so my thought was, I think it's possible, but I think you have to be a psychopath for that to be possible. And here's why I say that. Because <laughs> You want to tell me you can go through life not feeling sad, not feeling repentant, and not feeling disappointment for anything. This is gonna sound very. This is gonna sound very sexist, but that's the the daily life of a man. You can't you can't show anything. You can't. But, but, see, but that doesn't mean you don't feel it. But that doesn't you mean you don't feel it. But you can't. Like, but you're you not gonna admit it to you. But you don't have to admit. But you don't have to admit to us that you feel that regret. But my thing well, is, you feel it. You, it's you not about, about it. but the question, my question wasn't, do you think that it can't? My question was, you think that you can go through life and truly not regret, truly not feel sad, not oh, no. feel disappointed, not feel anything over a missed opportunity or losing something. And yeah. I think most of, I think we would say 
I would say I would say no. I don't believe it. Unless there's I mean, like a psychological and be mad, upset, and disappointed, mm-hmm. and regret losing my lipstick, especially when I know I just paid fifteen dollars for this little tail too. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> so, unless you can't, I don't feel. But that's why I would say no. Unless there's truly a neurological, you don't. You are a sociopath yeah. or a psychopath. Because yes. otherwise, I agree with Trey. I agree with that, that mess is not healthy for you. 100%. To try to feel that way, you're not going to grow. But the part of that that's also important for that growth is which you both have taken, which men and women more often need to do. And we also talked about this in trust and after trauma. It's taking accountability. You don't have to take accountability for the other side, but you definitely need to take accountability for your part because this world here. Men and women are in these relationships together, which means men and women are responsible for how that relationship goes. Men and women have choices to make in that relationship, good, bad, or otherwise, and those choices and decisions will impact it. And so you have to say, you know what? Maybe I should have taken the dishes out. You know what? Maybe I shouldn't have let everybody in my ear. You know what? I knew my sister didn't like you. Maybe I shouldn't have gone to her for advice whenever we got in an argument. You know, <laughs> my homeboy told me you was a skanko when we first met you, so I probably shouldn't have gone to him when, you know what I'm saying? Like, guilty. Uh, <laughs> like, <laughs> I ain't gonna say no names. I ain't gonna say no names. I'm, depends on how petty I'm gonna be. But to that, no, I think it's, okay. it's about taking it's about taking that responsibility. Yeah, um, right. I, I think we all agree to that as we are um, thirty five plus mature. Thirty five. Uh, thirty five plus. I said thirty five plus. What you won't do. I got a birthday on the 16th, so February. So, so what are we doing? What are we doing? What are we doing? <laughs> oh, I'm, 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 I'm being treated to go. I'm, ta- I'm being taken to New York. So, yeah, I won't be. Oh, okay. Okay. Ew. Um, so, as we start to, you know, wrap this up a little bit, knowing what we know now, can you give three steps or three methods of starting of ways to um, get past, grow past, or move forward after feeling regret. After that loss or missed opportunity, when you're repentant and dis- disappointed, why and does she sound like sad? Have you ever? Right. She's taking it to church right now. I don't know what's going on. She's telling an echo merch. I'm saying. <laughs> she just took us to church. You know what I'm saying? But, um, it's interesting we're talking about this because I will say one of the things I've learned as I've gotten older is to read more and self-develop more on the things that I love and who identifying who I am. Um, that will probably be step one because identifying who I am allows me to be with someone else and have them try to understand who I am without mistreating or misdirecting them to what I do. Um, Number two is being open about what you want in any situation Um, because you do have the choices. You have the choices to say no. uh, Do you want steak or chicken? You know, simple stuff, but it's just things that you got to know what you like and what you don't like, you know? And that goes back to part one. And then part three um, I watch the uh, Actors Roundtable and uh, Hollywood Roundtable sometimes. And just recently, Tom Hanks had one of the greatest quotes I've ever heard. 
And he said early in his career, he wished he had learned further earlier was that this too shall pass. And he's saying that when normally when we use it, we use it in a bad way, like regret or something bad has happened. But you got to look at it from both sides of the coin. When something bad happens, you have to remember that this too shall pass. This, this feeling of dwelling or sadness or will pass. But then even in your high notes, you have to remember that this too shall pass. You got to work at it every day to understand what you want. And that's just, you know, understanding self, understanding your hobbies and what you're interested in, and the understanding that this feeling won't last forever. Unless you wanted to. <laughs> Big facts. Big facts. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, um, to add? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You always got some. I'm quite some. Yasha, know this. Yasha, know this. So, my granddad, rest in peace, he used to always tell me, and I've parlayed this message to my son, and uh, basically he told me, Trey, you need to be three things in life. You need to be smart, careful, and wise. And mm. with that, I've also been teaching my boy that when you go through heart, even not just heartbreak, regret, regret in any instance, review it and reflect on it. What happened? What was it? Much like Corlin said, see what, what was going on. Learn your different. If you can't learn the other part, learn your part. Figure it out implicitly. Next would be acceptance. Acceptance. Accept what happened. It happened. You can't change it. It ain't going away. It's on the books. Take it for what it is. And lastly, do better. Learn from the lessons that you got and keep them in your mind so that you can not fall down the same rabbit hole in the future. And if you follow those three steps, in my opinion, you're good. You got to improve on the, the you from yesterday. Every day you wake up, you a new person. It's a new day. All your mistakes from the, part, from the past, they may follow you. But what you can do if you can't change them is you can improve. So be smart, careful and wise. Good job. Y'all, we got we got some smart friends. Okay. Y'all knew this. Y'all, y'all knew this. <laughs> I mean, and that, but that also that also applies to trauma because that was something that also came out of our, you know, sis less wine, trusting after trauma for the ladies. It's the same thing. So basically, men and women, because if y'all was women, well, we most I don't know. No, I can't even say most of our listeners are women because we did the analytics, and that's not true. Uh, <laughs> The men's laxes. The okay. men's is laxes. They laxes. We little, we skewed toward the men folk. <laughs> but and, basically, unintentionally. <laughs> unintentionally, men and ladies, everything that Trey said can apply to both. Absolutely. And I to that point, we not as we are not as different as we like to, as society likes to tell us that we are. Men regret this. Women regret. We've all had traumas. We've all had to trust again. We've all had to move forward because in this thing called life, you got to move forward. And and as Cortland said, quoting Tom Hanks, which is very true, this too shall pass, whether it's a good time or a bad time. You can't be there forever. You can't. You can't bust a nut all day, people. You can't. I don't care what you're Right. And and that, you that, that, want, that, that, would you really want to do that? Oh, that's fine. Listen, I mean, I'm gonna be exhausted. Doing it on Sunday nights, Kinkazoid podcast on YouTube. <laughs> College <laughs> boy Trey proper, but anyway. Oh, please watch it, y'all. That's <laughs> hilarious. Oh, hold up. But <laughs> one of those ladies is my spirit animal. I just can't remember who it is. I can't remember which one. But they Candace, um, Chase, 
<laughs> yep, it's that one. That one. Yep. Every time I'm like, make sure you follow Damn. her on TikTok. She's hilarious. Ma'am. <laughs> Every time. Yeah, um, I think the all, all six of those points are absolutely correct. We um, as a people have to understand that we are going to feel all emotions. You know, uh, we were not created emotionless, most of us. You know, and those who don't or have very little emotions understand that's okay. You're just different, but that doesn't apply to most people. Um, be try not to become numb. Um, try to always self-evaluate. Always seek that wise counsel. Um, which means I'm don't gonna, go to your friend who didn't I like your wise. man. <laughs> don't okay. go to the dude who said your girl was a skank hoe when y'all met at the club. Why? That's not wise. <laughs> wise counsel. Wisdom. Okay? Those are the people. Well, For that, most of us, that's usually what you all don't like to go to is an elder, meaning someone older who has been here and experienced life a little longer. Those people we like to ignore. They are usually the, usually, I can't say all the time, usually the ones, usually, that will give you some sort of wise wisdom, you know, keyword, counsel there. But know that if you are in a place of disappointment, regret, oh man, I should have did this, I should have did that, even if it's in a simple conversation, because it's time when you've been in an argument with somebody, I'm going to tell you right now, and after the argument over, you still, it's still percolating in the back of your mind. And you go, you know what? I should have said that. Oh, I could have did this. You know what? That would have hit the nail right on the head. So yes, that in the definition of the word is a sign of regret. Oh, I wish I would have said that. Oh, I should. It's a disappointment because you feel some type of way that you didn't get them like you've done. Vengeance, that's not a good thing. Um, wrath, it's not a good thing. So seven different sense. Anyway, what I'm saying is... <laughs> I'm a little petty. I ain't gonna lie. I'm I was about to say, listen, my mind gonna wrap it. Like, if I get yeah. another chance, I'm hoping that we come back to this. Because, <laughs> yeah. But I'll even say this. Even for the wise counsel, go to an elder. Because even if the elder is not that wise, and even if your elder is gonna tell you something crazy, sometimes you need to hear you need to hear your crazy as someone older than you that make you go, oh my God. Because do you really want to be that person? And I say that because I have a great aunt that I love. <laughs> but, <laughs> but she a little ratchet. Like, do you, sometimes you need to see you in a mirror of somebody else mm-hmm. to really realize, you know, <laughs> man, yeah, I might sometimes, sometimes for parents, sometimes it's your children where you like, why Ooh. would you do that? And then when they say to you what you would say to you, you like, God, that's what that sounds like. Sometimes it's an elder that's like 10, 20 years older than you, and you like, yo, I don't want to sound that way when I'm your age. Is that what I sound like? I need to, do, I got to change. So I can't even say, so like, get wise counsel, but sometimes you won't go to, go to an elder, even if that elder is not necessarily wise counsel, because if that, if you like, yo, I'm a, I'm a punch him in the face. And if you got an elder that's like, bump that, run over his cat and then shoot him in the throat. And then it, like, and you like, exactly. specific. Exactly. But if you like, did somebody would did somebody tell you to do that? Because that was no. that was obvious. <laughs> that's that sounds like something you experienced. I don't, I don't know. If that's true. No, I got a cat, nigga. Run, run, run. Like, like, run. Saying, no, 
and regret it. Like stay, stay in victim mode. Like, like, stay in victim mode for like for like a day. Think about it. Like but revisit this. <laughs> Sometimes you need to hear that, and you go, "Well, wait, I was just saying, I was, I was gonna punch him. You don't, you don't got. I was going to jail for like overnight. I was gonna maybe get, you know, community service in the morning. You got me catching a whole felony. I don't want. We're not trying to get caught. What are you talking right. about? Look, I mean, we, we, over here. we now like, know what Siobhan watches when she goes to bed at night. She be watching them horror joints where they be beating people up overnight and then taking them and writing them down in a little book. Oh, that was a good one. I'm going to remember that. <laughs> we, got, we got gloves, homie. We got... Never mind. I'm going to shut up. Shut you up. Know what? <laughs> oh, look, okay, so this side of the screen. <laughs> this side of the screen. <laughs> we, got, we, we going. Yeah. Okay. Look, we're going to take her little box put that to the side. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just... <laughs> but y'all get my point. Y'all get my perks. But no, we under, uh, as crazy I'm as or unorthodox as some people, some people may appear to be. That it makes sense in a way. It makes sense because sometimes you have people like, "Oh, my crazy, you match my crazy." Sometimes listen, it's like reading out loud. Like when yes. you're writing something and you need to read it out loud to make sure it sounds right. So that's what she's saying. Like sometimes hearing it out loud. <laughs> From another source, from another source, it makes you go back and go, Well, hold up, maybe it wasn't that bad. Well, we know we know that Siobhan listens to her inner voice a lot more than we think. (laughs) That was the inner voice talking right there, saying, We're gonna run over his cat. Ain't do nothing to you but meow. Nothing to you. I gotta gotta say this when it comes to listening to elders, um, a lot of people have to be careful. A lot of younger people, and I hate saying it because it does make me sound old, but younger people, you have to be aware of where you're getting your information from because it may sound like it's a good idea on social media to go through a lot of the different, I hate saying it, red pill podcasts and stuff like that. When you're going through something and you're angry, you're upset, you, you, you're looking for somebody to be angry at and be have your, your camaraderie with being in those spaces because those people don't, they, they're just, they're trying to make money off of you. I watch it out of for entertainment purposes. I'm also mature enough to know that ain't really how most women think. But a lot of young men, I had to check my son on that. And you take, oh, buddy, hey, nope, nope, sit down, let's have a conversation. No, fuck him. (laughs) So be careful of what you're watching, what you're imbibing, what you're edifying your soul with, because it can lead you down the wrong path. Be careful of your group, of your search for the Me Too's. And that's not, I'm not even just saying, it's it's that need for, I'm mad, I need somebody that's going to, and I said this for the women last week, somebody that's going, yes, girl, yes, A.M., yes. And while dudes may not do the yes, it's the same type of, it's the same concept. It's the, yeah, fuck them, F them, F them, F them. That's not healthy. <laughs> like, on either side, that's going to cause you more problems than it's going to fix. It's going to make you face more regret. Then to deal with the one and grow from the one that you initially Because the thing is, ladies and gentlemen, that's from a place of emotion. None of that is logical. Like we said, that's that bottling in, that numbness. Mm -hmm. They're they're transparently trying to make you like them, Mm -hmm. you know, to say, feel the same thing I feel so we can both do this together. And it's like... "Mm -hmm." And I can sell you this book. Go buy my book. (laughs) The other thing thing is, the other thing is, hurt people hurt people, but hurt people... Mm -hmm. Joined up with other people so they can exactly. So you got to be aware of your surroundings. My other granddad, also rest in peace, told me, "Show me your group of friends, and I'll show you what type of man you are." 
So be aware of who you are in an environment with. Be aware of who you surround yourself with because you guys are going to share energy. And, and I'm not some holistic dude, but I do believe in that. Like you, st- I, we start sharing vernacular. That's words, just sharing that back and forth. You starting to become like of of, of my of like minded. So be aware and con- and con- aware of that in in itself. And that energy is going to get you a lot of a lot of these a lot of these man bashing women and a lot of these red pill dudes are getting what they're giving from the other. Yep. You want to know why every chick you meet is this type of woman? Because that's the energy you're putting out there. I know why every man you meet is this type of man? Because that's the energy you're putting out there. So you got to get over your trauma. You have to get over your regret. Yes, it hurts. And we, as we said earlier, but you cannot dwell in it. Thanks. You cannot dwell. 100%. So ladies and gentlemen, to wrap this up, all we're saying is um, practice being triumphant. To be triumphant means you have to go through some things. This means to triumph. And in order to understand triumph up to something, that means there was a challenge in front of you. There was an obstacle. There was a task. There was a hurdle. There was something in front of you that you had to overcome, get through, break through, go around. You had to do work. Life is one, it's work, period. And without work, you're stagnant. Without with being stagnant comes death. In any way, shape, or form. So, try not... Yes, we all regret something, ultimately. We regret something. We're disappointed. We're sad. We regret something at some point in time. But just like as a child, you might be disappointed that your toy broke. But guess what? You got a new one the next year, and it might even have been bigger or better. Or it could have been smaller, but you liked that one a little bit more. And it made you appreciate that one a little bit more. And that's the growth part. So at the end of this, ladies and gentlemen, we're just saying be triumphant. And self-aware. <laughs> that, that's, that's part of being triumphant. <laughs> I, I hope so, but. I, I hope so too, because uh, <laughs> I'm not about to get down, drive down that rabbit hole with you to that. <laughs> I ain't driving, I ain't driving away with her anyway because she trying to run over cats still. I'm, still I'm just saying, saying I don't want to be a witness to just getting to run over someone's yeah. cat. You keep it looking look over your shoulder for Peter. They're gonna be looking out for you now. I'm just you saying, you, like, already, you already got the blonde streaks like Corella Deville. Like, what's going you on? You know what I mean? Hundred and one Dalmatians. You know what I'm saying? I would never hear a dog. Like, see, but you ain't saying that about but a you cat. You ain't saying about the cat. Yeah, what's up? I'm just saying. <laughs> Yo, are you the type of person that put the gas on when they see a cat cross the street? Just no, saying. no. Look, look, she ain't even believe it when she said it. I had, Mom. I used to have cats. What happened cat. to them? What happened to the cats? They. She said, "I'm about to, to say they know, what? You say used to? What happened to them? They died naturally. Mm. 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 Yeah, so All right. I <laughs> I done seen dives out. We got this with cats now. I done, we got to solve this. <laughs> We're going to say cheers to that. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this has been an awesome episode. Yo, how many glasses have you broken doing that? I'm sorry to cut you off. How many glasses have you broken? No glasses have been broken doing it. Okay, all right. I'm just no, kidding. He didn't jinx it. Broken. He didn't jinx it now. It's going to be the next one. I'm got it. okay. It's going to be terrible. He didn't put the jinx okay. on it. No glasses have been broken to my cheers to that. We've even had some double cleats. 
And on that note, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> we would like to thank our guests for joining us today. Um, before we get into our cheers to that wine review, uh, gentlemen, um, would you like to tell everybody where they can follow you and reach you? We will also put links in YouTube down below. description down below. All right, guess I'll go first again. <laughs> You're more it's popular than me. It's your boy Trey Proper from Blurs of Whiskey, Snag and Flick and Kingazoid. You can find me Sundays at 12 on YouTube. You can find me Sundays at 9 on YouTube and back on YouTube again on Tuesday nights. Uh, other than that, my social media is always Trey Proper, T-R-E-Y-P-O-P-E-R. And uh, Google me. You'll find me. Google me, baby. That's how you know you're popping when you Google me. Uh, I'm about to say, follow us, If you Google me, you can find me at Cortland Poke or you can follow me on uh, Instagram at See the mouse, C D A mouse. Um, you can hit me up on Facebook by my natural name. If, I mean, you just Google me, you find me anyway. Showers. I'm not I'm as popular. Google. I'm not as popular as Trey. You know, I don't got podcasts. I stay to myself. I, say, I, don't, I don't think I'm Google, hey. but uh, okay. Hey, 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 hey. Let me say, when you're running like all the businesses, I'm, you know. We used to be Google. <laughs> You could Google me if you're going to find some old dance stuff. I used to be able to Google you. This Old oh, dance stuff? Yeah, I could Google you. Not that kind of dance. Not that kind of dance. Not that kind of dance. Like, let me look at this. Look at these videos. Go ahead. So you said what happened? I said I could Google you and find modeling at one point. Uh, oh, oh, yeah, I was there. Uh, it was a long time ago. She said, oh, oh. Long time oh. ago, long time ago. Long, 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 long time, time ago. Now she sound like Eartha Kid or something. Like, oh, that was so long ago. Darling. Oh, darling. <laughs> darling. Um, so, Siobhan, uh, for our cheers to that wine review on this longevity uh, Cabernet Sauvignon, what is your rating? And tell us about your experience. Y'all know I don't like red. I didn't, I dreaded this from the moment I opened it. Other than like the the, the ease of open, I wasn't really, I, I had no good, I didn't have high hopes, okay? Mm-hmm. It is a full body, it is a red. I don't think I've had too many Cabernet Sauvignons. It's definitely a dinner wine, like red meat, dinner wine, like something heavy. It's heavy. nice, heavy. it's a nice, it's a very nice. I got, I got the hair. <laughs> got that very nice. Oh, Lord. So, um, but I, I, I will say this: I appreciate it for what it was, for what it is. It's definitely heavy. It's a, it's that, but it's not. I don't really like red meat. I don't really like red wine. <laughs> just wasn't. Just wasn't to keep it light. Okay, keep it light. Keep it light. Keep it light. Sorry. That's red. Um, <laughs> I would give this. I would have to give this a two point five. Okay. It's not really my thing, but if you are into, I will say this, if you are into reds, like full body reds or or dinner reds, this is probably really, really good. The Cabernet Sauvignon, my mom likes Cab. But I, if you really are into dinner, if you're a dinner wine person and you are like host a lot or you just, that's your thing, um, men would probably like this because it is heavier on the palate. You taste it. It's not light in here and then it's gone. It's like it rests there. Um, it's not overly acidic. Like I'm not, I have water here, no. but I haven't really had to pull for it from it. So it's like, I would love to give it a three, but I can't because I don't really know what else to judge on. just got to get you the right steak, man. We're so scared. I'm going to give it a 2.5. Wagyu. Wagyu. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I will agree. This is, um, 
it's a heavy wine. It's a full body wine. Um, the alcohol level is like a 13.5. So mm. it, it has a nice buzz if you drink enough of it. Really? What's the name of that one again? Longevity. It's the brand. It's Cabernet it's Sauvignon by Longevity out of Cabernet. Yes. It's a 2018 now, mother rock right that. Mm-hmm. Now, um, like she said, it's it doesn't have that acid that bite in the back. No, it's very, although it's heavy, it's gentle on the palate, if that makes sense. So you'll feel the weight of it, but you won't get that scratchiness at the end, which mm-hmm. I can appreciate. Right. You, you, you won't have to, you don't have to do that. And I can appreciate that. Um and for that, yeah, I feel like a good steak would go with this, but also because of that, you may even be able to cook with this wine. Like if, you know, some people make spread sauces and things like that, I think this would actually be a nice wine. You know, the fancy people would, shh, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to get there one day. I don't know when. You can put that in your pasta. That doesn't sound like it'll yes, be a nice thing with like the pasta. that type of thing. But you got to herb it right. right. You, have you definitely have to herb it right because you don't want to get the taste. Like I will say, it's not, you know how some things you taste, you be like, oh, that's just nasty. It yeah. doesn't give you that. It's not that. So that's why I think Shemar was saying, yeah, if you enjoy bread, then this would be a nice one. Um, so, it's also made by us. So. Uh, so sidebar, I threw that thing in the tomato sauce. Would you, that's would you, would you, it would be good. I, I want some. I feel like that would be good. It would be real. I'll let you know. I've been in the kitchen dabbling down. Oh, cooling in the kitchen. Even if you were going to do like a wine vinaigrette. Right, right. Yeah, I think this is a really good wine. This is a good cooking wine. Yes. Yeah, that's what it seems. That's what it seems like from what y'all talking dinner, about. It's a cooking dinner wine. Well, like, you won't lose the taste of your food or anything. Right. It's but if you can, you will still taste it. Um, so I, it'll, it'll help to enhance the taste. So my rating just for that purpose alone is going to be a four because, um, especially this year, I am looking more for those red. I love whites. Everybody knows I love whites. I enjoy red. So I'm looking to increase my palate and my knowledge, uh, and, um, how I consume reds. So for that um, in itself, because I've literally had some reds where I'm like, oh yeah, I'm not drinking that. This, I'll be like, <laughs> it won't be the first choice, but I'm not going to leave it out, if that makes sense. So this would be a go-to red for me. Like right. a go-to red dinner wine, this would be a great choice. Yeah. Right. So because of that, I'll give it a four. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And on that note, ladies and gentlemen, this brings us to another wonderful conclusion of A Little Something, the number two wine about with your wonderful hostesses, Tyane Michelle and Siobhan Camille. We would like to thank our guests, Trey and Portland, for joining us on this wonderful episode. Great conversation, awesome topic. And we know you guys will be back for another one. It's going to be a little bit lighter. We're going to have a little bit more fun because clearly we be cutting up when we get together. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, be sure you guys join us each and every Wednesday for more laughs, more fun, and of course, more wine. Don't forget, every last Saturday of the month, we do our live wine out wine tastings where we answer four.
little questions of randomness and have a whole lot of fun. You get to see us in our natural state of immaturity on a regular basis at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And remember, as always, there's nothing wrong with a little while. Or a or lot. lot. <laughs> Total job. We'll see y'all next week. <laughs>